0: Today's staff is daf your gimbal We are holding at, at the, uh, bottom of base of days It's about, uh, 13 lines up, twelve thirteen lines up. Tanya amrabalozan. Alright? So, this braisa is actually a, uh, a broader explanation of the machlokas that we found in the Mishnah between Rabmeir and the Chachamim. If you remember, we had a Mishnah on Yudale from the that brought down the following: that if a person says to a shuliyach ten get zele ishti or star shichu zele avdi, Rabeinu held that in both cases the event itself is a chov to the recipient. That the, it's considered to be a de- detrimental overall, it's a detrimental impact, and therefore even if the agent accepts it he cannot accept it on their behalf unless they instructed him to do so because it's detrimental to them, which means that until they actually get the document, the owner can, either the the husband or the master, can retract the shlichus and nullify the event. Whereas if it would have been for the benefit of the recipient, then as soon as it gets to the hands of the the the, then the master or the husband would not have been able to retract Ramech says in both cases it is considered to be a chov and ain't chavim la'anam Shalabafana without the clear instruction from the either the slave or the isha to accept on his behalf then the husband would be able to or the master be able to retract. Chachamim disagreed with him. The Chachamim said that we agree with you in Gite Noshim. Gitei Noshim overall the impact is a negative one for the isha. But we don't agree with you in the case of Avodim. By Avodim, we consider that the fact that there is uh, emancipation of the Evid ultimately, in such a case, that is considered to be to the benefit of the Eved. If it's considered to the benefit of the he you can act as his agent, even if he didn't instruct you to do so, and once the master gives the document over to the agent, the master can no longer retract, because the agent functions as a double agent, meaning he now is also representing the evid. and if that is, in, in, uh, Shonam speak out that it has to be his intent to do so, but if it was his intent, then the master no longer can retract from the shlichus. That was the of discussion of the Mishnah. Now we're going to go through uh, uh, more specifically why and what exactly is the Machlokas as to whether we consider emancipation a chov for the Evid or a schus for the Evid. We're going to discuss two areas. Number one, which we already started discussing in the Mishnah and yesterday, is that... A husband has an obligation of feeding and supporting his wife. So you understand that if she's divorced, she loses all that, the feeding and the support. So you can see that there is a negative impact on being divorced. So that's, we, that, and we're going to see everybody agrees to that. The question is, the Chorah, doesn't the husband, doesn't the master also feed the evid? So we touched on that yesterday, is that that really, that's not a requirement. Now, to what level is he not required to do so? That was already a machlokas, it could be uh, in, in, in two two ways of understanding. Either you could just say to him, you have to work for me and get food yourself from tzedakah, right? you have a right to say that as a master, or the uh, less callous approach was, is that you have a right to say to him, feed yourself from the work that you do, but even if there's a delta and you don't make all the food, then you're required to feed yourself from tzedakah for what the for the, but either way, it's not like the case of an Isha where under all circumstances the husband has to guarantee that she gets her food. So therefore you could understand why there is more of a chove when it comes to the food in terms of the way it impacts on the Isha and less of a case when the evid, because ultimately it's not guaranteed that he's going to be fed. There is another element, which we're going to be discussing today, that if the oh, the master happened to be a kohen, so now there's a huge benefit for the evid, in the case where his master is a kohen, is he's able to eat truma. And truma, it seems, especially, you know, was readily available to be able to have, and not only that, the price of Truma was much cheaper than the price of Khulin. So in certain circumstances you're allowed to sell your Truma. The Kohen, for example, has been given the Truma. The Yisrael can't sell it to the Kohen, but once it's given to the Kohen, the Kohen could sell it to other Kohanim. And the avadin who are allowed to eat truma, Ebed Kanani is allowed to eat truma of his master, who is a Kohen, He's also allowed to eat any truma. So therefore, even there, if it belongs to a different him. person, he can go and buy it. So therefore, there is a huge benefit in being the Evid of a Kohen. It's now readily available, which now that adds to, especially if the master is a Kohen, there's another whole element of Chov, if you accept a get on behalf of the evet he now no longer has that ready supply of cheap truma available to him. So that's the second element that we have to go. So we're going to bring down a brysa that seems somewhat enigmatic, and then we're going to explain the brysa, exactly what the point of the brysa is. So how do you learn the a brysa? Amar avalazor. said, Amar nuloy is representing the position of the chachomim, the chachomim of the Mishnah. He said, we said to our colleague, Rebbe Mayer, yidei rabba Why are you considering it a chov and saying the master can still retract if he gave the uh, the uh, star to the shliach? Is it not a schus for the Eved that he should go free? And therefore, if it's a schus, then the master should no longer be able to retract once he's given it over to the Shleir. So, Amar Lanu, I don't consider it a mere answer back to us. He said, I don't consider it to be a Shkuz. I consider it to be a Chov. Because even in a case where the Eved... Uh, uh, because it, it, especially in a case where the Eved is an Eved of a Kohen, by receiving the star Shikur on his behalf he will be disqualifying from him the ability to eat, eat truma, which is a huge negative impact. So I don't consider this chus to go free because it would take away his ability to eat truma. So we said that to back to him, he said, He says, the master does not have to feed the uh the evid. The master is not required to feed the evid. He doesn't have to give him regular food and he doesn't have to give him truba. He doesn't have to give him if he wants permitted within his purview, within his permit not to feed him. So to say that that, he's gonna lose that he's not losing anything. He doesn't have to do it if he doesn't want. Sahmaranu so he said like this Uma ilu let's say would be an evid of a Kohen, Shaburah, that ran away before the master could uh, set him free, right? He ran away from him, or an asias Kohen, or if the wife of a Cohen Shemarda that she rebelled and ran away from her husband before she would receive a divorce, right? Shemarda al bala halo ochlim truma would they not be able to continue eating truma? Meaning, even though they're not going to be eating the truma of the master or the truma of the husband, but they still would be able to do what eat truma and on a cheap. They, the cheap available market that's available for them because they still technically are still married to a Kohen or the servant of a Kohen so even if they're not eating the Truma of the husband or the Truma of the man they're still able to eat the Truma right and now by receiving if the Shlil would receive the Get and you'd allow him to do it on behalf of the Evan, now the Evan would not be able to eat Truma why wouldn't he be able to eat Truma like, like, like divorce. Because he would no longer be, uh, Either isha would be divorced. The he would be emancipated. Wouldn't be allowed to eat truma at that point, right? Aval isha chov now, but uh, but uh, but indeed, by the isha, it is considered to be a huge chov for her. She can pasla min truma umefstida min amazonas because there you have a double whammy. In the case of an isha's cohen, not only would she be disqualified from eating any Truma, but even if it's not an Isha's Cohen, any Isha is now disqualified from being able to receive the Mizonos of her husband. Right? That's the Chaklevitaria of the Bryce. And so it's not clear exactly who said what and what did he respond and to what time was he responding so now we're going to clear it up. So my Kameruleg, what did say to Rav Meir, and what did he respond to them? So when it says like this, this is the rest of the story. This is understanding the between the lines as to what was being said, and what was being responded to. Ha'ke'am alohu, meaning in our mishnah the main thrust was, m'zayimus l'chorah, both the Isha and the Evan. By being divorced and emancipated, they're now losing the source of mazonos. So, isn't that a huge chov? The Chachomim responded to Rav Meir and said that there is a dif- difference between the mazonos of the Isha and the mazonos of the eved. I understand by the Isha it's a huge chov because the husband's obligated to give the mazonos, but you can't tell him that it's a huge chov in the case of the eved by mazonos. Why? Because he's not obligated. To give mizonos, he doesn't have to give mizonos if he doesn't want to. So you can't call that a huge chov. That's a good taina that like, it's not considered to be a huge chov by the mizonos itself. But what's he, what's he you answered <laughs> you answered us. But al But how are you going to respond to me concerning the Truma? Because the Truma aspect, if the master had been a kohen. Don't you see that as a huge chov? That now this eved, if he is receives his emancipation papers, he's no longer able to eat truma. But chitemru. Now maybe you're going to say zorikle. Are you going to say to me, well, the truma also isn't that in the control of the adam? Just that the adam doesn't have to feed. The evident, he also technically doesn't have to give him truma, or even allow him to have truma, because at any given time, he can go ahead and and, and set him free, and the act of setting him free would disqualify him from truma too. To say that there's such a huge benefit that he can eat truma, it's not such a huge benefit, because again, it's not a given that he can eat truma, because at any given point, He he can say, I'm going to disqualify you from eating truma. How does he disqualify meeting from truma? So set, him set him free. He can throw away, he can, he, he can give the, give him a gift. And therefore to say that therefore by the Evan, Just what are you going to say in the case of a Kohen that is a, uh, that is Evan, the Chayra, right? So E-Boy, so the Ichi Tayram, now maybe you're going to say E-Boy, Zorik, Legita, Apostle, is that no, it's not really such a huge benefit to to be able to eat truma. Because the master at any given point in time can disqualify him by how how could it, by giving him his get shikhrur. That's not true necessarily. Because if the Evid runs away, you can't you can't set him free from a distance. He has to be there to receive the document. And therefore if he runs away, you can't disqualify him and he'll be able to continue eating on Truma, so, uh, so therefore you could argue that Truma is viewed as more of a benefit. Right? So therefore, the la Gita, So if you're gonna tie in an eye to disqualify him from Truma, then you can make toy. So Shavikle, Va'arik, Va'azil, Alma. But what about if he would leave him and run off to the rest of the, uh, to, to, to the rest of the world? the that uh, in such a case you wouldn't be able to disqualify him, and he would still be able to eat truma. Because ma'ilu eved koyan shabaro, because it's not the halacha that if an evid runs away from his master, or an aishas ko'e al bala runs away from her husband, this is the response: is that lechorah halo Truma they would still be able to eat truma, and therefore, since they're able to eat truma. Your disqualification of this heaven by allowing the agent to retract would be a huge cove against this heaven, and therefore you should not be able to retract. says that it seems that Rav Meir is making a very good point, right? Rav Meir is making a good point that it should still be considered a chove, and therefore you could still be able to retract even in the case of Ebed not just in the case of Isha so why did the Chachamim disagree with that? right? So, that's what there was an enigmatic line in the Mishnah that the line in the Mishnah said that the Chachamim answered because he still is the acquisition of, uh, of, 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 the, of, the, of the owner well, how does that respond? what's the response? He says, "I." he's not going to be losing truma, therefore he shouldn't allow the agent to accept on his behalf, because what about the truma? And the answer, No, he's still, at the end of the day, uh, still the kenyan of the master. But it, what, what's the response? What is that response? So when, but let me explain it outside, and we'll see it inside. What they're saying to, to, uh, to uh, Mayor is like this, is that, it's true, from a distance, you cannot divorce. Uh, you cannot uh, let him free and disqualify him from the truma. So you're saying is, and therefore, technically, he could have run away, and he would still be able to eat truma. So, therefore, allowing the shliach to accept on behalf of the evan is actually hurting him because he cannot eat truma anyway. He says, but even and therefore, you should. It's right. but even if he runs away, okay, you took away his ability to disqualify him from truma by doing what? By, by making him, by giving him a get. But you know what? Since he still owns by the master, the master could go to the next door yisroel. And say, listen, my ever ran away. If you give me four dollars, I'll sell him to you and you can go track him down. Technically, he could sell him for a cheap amount. And what will, what will the effect of selling into your yeshro have? <laughs> so therefore, you can't say that eating truma is the benefit of the of the, of the event, because he could run away and eat anyway. Even if he runs away, he could lose that, and therefore that's not considered to be a huge benefit. And if it's not considered a huge benefit, the chachamim hold, therefore it is considered to be a chov, and since it's considered to be a chov, the shliach cannot, uh, the, the, it's considered to be a chov, and since it's considered to be a, he doesn't have that benefit. So therefore, someone's like, let's speak it out. I'm just losing track over here. Since it's not considered to be the benefit that he's able to eat truma, right? You can't say that the shliach by accepting would be taking it away. He's not taking away from him his ability to eat truma, because it's not considered to be his benefit to eating t- truma. right? Yeah. That's, that, that's the point. And therefore, accepting on I mean, him to let him go free, is not considered her, the, detrimental, you're not harming him, and therefore, you, you could accept on his behalf, and since you could accept on his behalf, then the master is not able to retract. That's the point that's been made. So therefore, like this. So rova, hainu deka that's what the Chachamim said. Ibnayi Shahu Kenyono. Is at the end of the day, it's his Kenyon. He's the Kenyon of the, of the Master. He could receive four Zuz from Yisrael, a small amount of money from Yisrael. Even if he ran away, he could accept it. And therefore, Passole Koletan Issa, and he'd become disqualified from eating Truma wherever he is. So it's not his guaranteed benefit, his guaranteed right. Alright? Okay. So now, so let's just step back for a moment. Let's just just summarize. We we got got convoluted of you. So we started off, the Mishnah said that if a shliach accepts, whether it's a get isha, or whether it is a get shichror, from the husband or the master uh, 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 respectively, the master, at the end of the day, the master is still able to retract. Why is the master able to retract? Because at the end of the day, it is considered to be detrimental to, according to Rav Meir, it's detrimental both to the uh, isha and the Ebed, so it's detrimental to them, therefore you can't accept on their behalf unless they appointed you, therefore the husband can accept. disagree. disagreed, Chachamim said no. In the case of Isha, it is detrimental, but in the case of the ever to let him go free, it's beneficial. It's considered to be beneficial. Now, and therefore you cannot retract. Now, why is the mayor hold that it's still detrimental in the case of, uh, uh, the evid. Why is it detrimental and therefore you can still retract. How are you hurting him? He could go free. So how are you hurting him? So we said because if he is the if he's the evid of a Kohen, you're hurting him because he, he, he would not he's not able to eat Truma anymore. So it's detrimental. So the want to ask it, but that's only in the case of if he's the evid of a Kohen. Let's say he's not the Evid of a Kohen. May mayor said unequivocally the master cannot retract. You just showed us where there's a, th- that if there's evidence of a, a that, that, that's the case of a kohen, but not every evid, right, should, should be considered detrimental. Wouldn't be considered beneficial for the shlia of most of to let them go free? Well, it says like this, so, the rabbi mer, tainach evid kohen, the answer, the reasoning that he gave was only good for his position by an evid of a kohen, but evid yisrael my, my what are you going to tell me of an evid of a yusro? So, we mentioned Mavsidim and Shivra Kananis. Is that an Evid is able to have relations with Shivra Kananis. So, now, an Eved of Yisro. So, therefore, if you accept on his behalf, you now take away his ability to have relations with Shivra Kananis. That's considered to be detrimental, in, at least to the Eved. In his perspective, that's going to be detrimental to him. So, when it says Adarab, what are you talking about? The fact that now he's allowed to marry any Bas Yisroel, if you're worried about, okay, there he has the of Khanan, here he can marry a Bas Chorin, he's allowed to marry, isn't that considered to be more beneficial? Whereas this other Rabba, Harehu Matiru Bas Chorin, is that the Chorin, you're telling me it's detrimental because if he accepts, now he can't marry Shavu Kanan. but he's allowed to marry a Sh- uh, if he accepts for him, he goes free and becomes a Yid, he can marry a Bas Chorin, isn't that more beneficial? So, when it says, When says an unbelievable thing. Even though you say an eved is subservient, but he likes the subservience because it allows him to act in a way of hefker. He's acting without restraint, without boundaries. He doesn't have all the responsibilities and boundaries as if he would have had a, uh, or, yes. if he would have been a, a, a full-fledged Jew. Number one, Zilale. Zilale means that the women that he has available to him, are cheap in his eyes. They're cheap in his eyes, means Rashi says he can fulfill whatever uh, pleasures he wants with them. He doesn't see them, he doesn't have, the, it would be a full-fledged Ba'as Yisrael, he wouldn't be able to see them the same way as he sees Hashivcha number one. Shichaleh, they're also around him all the time. They're available to him all the time. But the person becomes a bas uh, a Yid, you don't have women available to you all the time, and the last one is pretele. They also themselves a shivcha acts in a promiscuous manner towards him. He's not going to have that if he becomes a full fledged yet. So therefore, ultimately says Rav Meir, in the mind of an eved. He would rather be an eved in this point in time. He's not thinking about global perspective. Oh, you're becoming a yid, and then you're, you're and all all and your relationship with that kaddish borg He doesn't think of that way. He thinks in terms of his own pleasure and his own pleasure. He'd rather remain an eved than become a... and therefore that does not allow the shliach in the mind of a man to accept on his behalf. The chachamim disagree with it. The Chachamim is saying we look at the big picture. The big picture is it's a huge, huge benefit. For the ever to go free. Once the shviach gets it. The master can no longer. Retract. Let's hmm. go on. Zog de Elga Mishma. Ha Omer. The person says like this. Zog de Elga Mishma. Ha Omer. Ha Omer. Ha So what happens over here. Is as follows. Is that. The. The. Uh, the. The. Uh, uh, the. The husband or the master instructed that the get be given but it hasn't been given yet all right and uh rashi learns also is that it hasn't even been given to the agent so you avoid the whole argument of the chachamin that once the agent gets it it's considered to be he could be zocha on behalf of the uh, of the evid. So Rashi learns, it's talking about that it hasn't even been given. Or uh, it, it was instructed that it should be given, but it hasn't been even handed yet to the agent. Do right? you understand why Rashi is doing that? Because, it, because we have just had a machlokas that when it's given to the agent at that point in time, it might be considered okay. as if it's given. So Rashi learns it hasn't even given to the agent yet. So in such a case, what happens is either the husband... Or the master dies. So now what do you do? She so says, you can't give it because there is no get, la'achar misa. You can't, in the case of the shikra, it already belongs to the estate. In the case of the, uh, of the isha, she's already a free woman because the husband. So that at this point, there is, it, it's a moot point giving a get. So the get cannot be given. Right. So therefore, lo nu, la'achar misa cannot be given posthumously. However, what happens if the uh, husband, or not a husband, any man, okay, he now is circumventing the Yerusha process. Because when he dies, whatever money he has goes to the Yershon. But what happened over here, he had said, while he was still alive, Tnu mana ali ish plenty. He says, I want a hundred silver dinarim to be given to Reuben. Now Reuben's not one of his Yorshin To be given Yershon, okay? Even though it hasn't been given. And even though the way following with Rashi, the agent hasn't even necessarily received the mace. Yitnu Akramisa, posthumously, it can be given, it can be delivered, and the estate cannot say, no, no, that's ours, you can't go ahead and give it. Now we we'll have to understand what's the difference between the case of the get and the get shikra and the, get shikra and the case of the money. Why in one can it be given in the other place? It cannot. That's what we're going to be dealing with. Let's see he says as follows. So this is a statement that was made in the name of Rav. We're going to spend quite a bit of time now qualifying why Rab made the statement. Right? He's focusing on the second ruling that when a person says, give a hundred Zuz to another individual, it's not one of my yorshim, even when he dies, even if it hadn't been given yet, you can go ahead and give it posthumously. Says Rav, that's the only case. That's only true. That means that that actually was defined. It was designated. Meaning when he said give it, he pointed out that hundred Zuz that's in the corner. Means it has to be an existing hundred Zuz. You don't have to go sell anything to get it. You don't have to go collect it from different places. It was a specific pile of a hundred Zuz. In such a case, that's when the Mishnah said, posthumously, it can be delivered. Now, the one who wants to know, the Maya what are we dealing with? It means what was the state of mind of the benefactor when he made that statement prior to his dying? What was his state of being? What was his state of mind and his state of health? He was a healthy person at that time. That's very difficult. Because a healthy person, in order for a Kenyan to follow through, a Kenyan only works is if the recipient, if the recipient actually makes the Kenyan. Just an instruction alone doesn't make the Kenyan go through. So if we talk about a Bari, so then, what differences make whether the money was in the corner or the money wasn't in the corner? This should not be given posthumously because no kenyan had been made by the recipient. So it can't be talking about a matnas bari, right? Yeah. It must like this: chik tiburi my hobby. Who cares if it's piled in the corner? Halo moshach. The recipient never did meshicha. He never did meshicha. when you did meshicha. There was no kenyan over here. And since the recipient did not make a kenyan, therefore what? It wouldn't be his. It would not be his to get posthumously. There's no kinyan achar, Misa, he can't acquire, take it away, it belongs to the estate. Right? And again, according to Rashi, and the agents didn't do it on his behalf either because he was just an instruction. It wasn't given specifically to the agent. So Elah, so much we're talking about over here, the Shechid Meirah, it was talking about somebody that was deathly ill. Shechid Meirah was deathly ill, was on a deathbed, and now, there is, we're going to see that Chachomeh made a special Tachono where somebody is a Shechid his instruction alone is the Kenyan. Because they were afraid that if you make a Shriv Meirah, someone who's deathly ill, have to make a Kenyan while he's on his deathbed, the pressure of having to make a Kenyan might hasten his death. So they made a special Takana that his instruction alone functions as the Kenyan. Now, L'Khara, so therefore, but if if that's the case, then why do you need the money piled in the corner? Shouldn't his instruction alone be enough without the money being Piled in the corner. That's the problem. So therefore, if again the evil of a shkiv so my ear eretziburin. So why does the money have to be piled in 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 a in the corner? Ki etziburin, even if they're not piled in the corner, nami d'ahakay because we know that the alocha is the razzib rei the words of a shlima, the instruction of a shkiv meira, kik They're considered as if they're written. Written means it's, it's like a star. In the case of karka, kumisurin, it says just delivered. In the case of metalin, means whether it's karka or it's metalin, his instructions alone from Functions as the Kenyan, whether it's in case of Karka, where you need a Shtar, or in the case of a Metal, where you need a Meshikha, it's considered to be, like, uh, sealed and delivered. Done. So why does it be piled? So that's the point over here. We're trying to really understand. The Mishnah says that there's a difference between a get, Shikra and a and get, uh, uh, and, 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 and a get in Hashim, that Nashim. that he instructed it be done, and had not yet been delivered, posthumously cannot be delivered. We understand that. Why in the case of... The money could it be done posthumously? That we have to understand. Now comes along Rav and he complicates it a little bit. He says it can only be delivered posthumously if the money is already piled up. On that we have a difficult to understand. If you talk about a healthy person made the instruction, no Kenyan, then it doesn't work. La Misa. So Elamai it's a Shchiveira. If it's working as a Shchiveira, then the Amira itself is the Kenyan. Then you don't need it piled up. That's the problem over here. So we're going to have two different Mahalchim of understanding how this works. So, I'm a on the Bari. We have to say, talk about a Bari. We'll see why later on. He doesn't want to make it a Shemira. So, I'm about a Bari. And this is following a different ruling of Ravs. Ravuna am Now, why the What did Ravuna am said? Rav Ravuna Rav said as follows. Am Ravuna am Manali the Ploni Fascinating halacha. Let's say you have three people are standing together. Okay? Three people are standing together. have yep. Reuben, Shimon, and Levi. Now, Shimon happens to have a picodon. Right? He happens to have something that is watching on behalf of Reuben. So, Reuben has given something for Shimon to watch. The Halacha is that Reuben can say to Shimon that that item that you're watching for me, I want it to be gifted to Levi, and the halacha is that even without Levi making an acquisition on it, automatically it becomes Levi's. It's a special takana that the made. that is a special takana, and the mechanics of which we'll discuss a little later. But the point is, he doesn't even have to make a kinyan on it. It's called, it's called the Maimach uh, Loshdam. So the way we're Maimach means in the presence of all three. So, uh, it's owned by Ruvain. it's being held by Shimon, it's being, becoming the asset of Levi. Which means that according to Rav, uh, 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 who is this over here? Rav Zvid. Rav Zvid said that last case in the mission is talking about when Rav said it has to be piled money, what he meant piled money, it has to be something tangible that's being held by Shimon. Shimon is holding something on behalf of the body who's making this request. And what the body was saying is I wanted to go to Levy and all three of them are present. It only works if the item is actually a tangible item. But let's say we'd we'll be alone would be something that's not a non-tangible item. So as soon as you when you lend money to someone, you lose the rights of that money. That money's not yours anymore. There's a lien. He owes you the money, but doesn't owe you that money. So it wouldn't work. The point we're trying to say is in order for this to work, it has to be something that's a picodon. It can't be a loan. Because a loan doesn't work according to this opinion with Maya Shloston. Only if it's an and the way Rob expressed that is the money has to be piled. It has to be like a pikagon. It has to be something that was piled that could not be used by Shimon. It's just Shimon is watching it. That allows it to go over to Levi. So that's why the instruction of the Bari, even though normally you have to make a Kinyan, because Maimachaloshman is the Kinyan. You don't need a new Kinyan. So therefore, in this case, even if Ruben dies, before Shimon could give it to Levi, Shimon can give it to Levi posthumously. Why? Because at the moment of instruction, automatically, that becomes the asset of Levi. Clear? And then he doesn't does know what's going on. But I mean he's there, he underst he hears what's going on. I don't you know why he knows he doesn't know he knows what's going on. Why is it like this? So therefore manali beyathatnella blind but my much lost and Kona is Kona. So therefore, so Rabsvid learned the is talking about it's a bari and when it says, that, and when Rav came along and said that, that last case, it's new man of polony it's talking about that Abhori said it, and it's talking about all three people were there, and the asset has to be piled, it has to be a picard, and it cannot be alone. Rav Papa, I disagree. Rav Papa said, the way to understand the Mishnah, especially in light of what Rav's comment is, it's talking about B'Shchit Rob. it's talking about somebody's on his deathbed. Okay, and this follows a different ruling of rab's. What ruling of rab is it following? So the first shemiraj just said, I want you to give a hundred dollars, a hundred zoos, to shimon from my assets. So shimon is not a yorush, and he said, I want that, he's a shemiraj, before he's on his deathbed, and he said, I want you to give a hundred zus to shimon from my assets, right? Now, Mona said, if he said a specific hundred zoos, he identified the specific hundred zoos, like in our case, where it's piled in the corner, he said, that's the hundred zoos I want you to give him, so no you can go ahead and do it. However, Mona stumps, but let's say he I want you to give a hundred zoos, but he never said which hundred zoos, so now the Yorshin, the estate if the guy passes away without identifying which hundred Zeus, the estate can come and say, maybe he had in his mind a specific hundred zuz that's buried somewhere. So you can't just give any hundred Zeus, because maybe what he meant was data. So when you can show where the hundred Zeus that he meant was, then we allow Shimon to go ahead and take him. But otherwise, we can't allow Shimon to take him. And therefore, that's the case over here. It's not a case of a The Kenyan is the amira. However, it has to be where we know what mana he was referring to. Because we don't know what mana he was referring to. The estate can push back and say, maybe he was referring to a specific mana that we don't know which one he was referring to. And therefore you cannot unilaterally, arbitrarily just give him any hundred (laughs) zers. So that's why, that explains why Raf said it has to be piled up. It had to be not, so we had two answers. One answer is it has to be piled up, we're talking about a bari, and it has to piled up, it means it has to be a picada and not alone, because Maimon Schlustern only works by picada not alone. Second answer: My I His amira is a kenyan. Yes, but if he doesn't identify which money and he dies, the the yarshim can say that he meant a specific hundred diners. You don't know which one it is. Prove which one it is before you're able to collect. That's why it had to be piled up. So it says like this: So if it's we don't give chashinah because we're concerned. Shema mana cover Maybe he's talking about some buried mana. A hundred that buried someone. That's what he's referring to. Now the mona points out even though Rav could have learned the Mishnah that way, but that's not the halacha. The halacha is that if Shchim says give a hundred zoos, the estate cannot come back and say, "Oh, maybe he meant a hundred zoos." When Shchim says give a hundred zoos, what does he mean? Any hundred zoos. It doesn't mean a specific hundred zoos that you don't know where which one he meant. We're not worried about a buried hundred zoos. But anyway, the point over here is there's two clear-cut, different ways of learning our Mishnah is the Mishnah talking about, according to Rabzid, Zid, talking Bori, and the reason why Rav said it had to be piled up, because it's only, it's talking about and, and only works with a Pekodon, according to this, and not a loan. Or it's talking about and the reason it had to be piled up, because if it's not piled up, then it's like a case of and Rav holds Manastam. you have to worry about that it might be a hidden honor you wouldn't be able to give it. It's only when it's monoseh, does it work in the case of matna nashchif meirah. So more says like this, Rav Papa, my time to amak like, rav zvid, all right, let's go through each one. Obviously, each one was not comfortable learning like the other one. So Rav Papa, why did he not want to learn like Rav zvid? Why did Rav Papa learn about a case of shchif and not talk about a case of a boring? That's what the more wants to know. So more says like this, he says as follows, he says the reason why Rav Popper does not want to learn like Rav Zvid, because Rav Zvid said, it's talking about a Bari, it's talking about Maimed Shloshdan, and he said Maimed Shloshdan only works by a Bikodon, it doesn't work by a loan. That means if there are three people together, yes, uh, uh, Ruben can tell Shimon, give it to Levi, only if Shimon has it as a Bikodon, not if Shimon has it as a loan. Rav Popper disagrees with that. He learns that the, the that Maimed Shloshdan works even in the case of a loan. Not just in a case... And then, since it works even in the case of a loan, you can't say it's talking about the case of Maimot because then you still have to explain, why did Rav say it's piled up? So the fact is that it's piled up. It can't be Maimot because if Maimot Shloshton, according to Rappapa, it doesn't have to be piled up. It could even be a loan. That's why I didn't want to say it's talking about the case of Maimot in the case of Ebori. when Rav says that Maimot works... It really makes no difference whether it's a loan or it's a bikr. This this novelty of Mahim that Bubin can tell Shimon, give what I owe, why I own to Levi uh, can even be in a loan situation where it's not a specifically identifiable item. It could even be a loan and it could be given over. Therefore you can't learn the Mishnah's talking about that case, because then why is that have to be piled up according to Rah? That's why Raphabah didn't learn Razvid. Now, why does Razvid learn? My time to Amar Kurav Papa, right? Rav Zvid learned uh, that it's talking about a bari; it's not talking about a case of a shchiv Why did not? Why did Rav Zvid not want to learn like Rav Papa and <coughs> learn some a case of a shchiv And you need identifiable because otherwise it can be manastal and manakover. So Rav Zvid, my time to Amar Kurav Papa, let me talk about Mehra. He says That actually, if you read the Mishnah carefully, you'll see it cannot be talking about someone on his deathbed. The Mishnah, that instruction that he said, "Go give that give give that person a hundred dollars," cannot be talking about a gift of a shkiv meira. We'll see why in a moment. Why not? Right? He said, "Let me talk about matnisa b'shkiv meira." Cannot fit. It doesn't work. It can't be established in the case of shkiv meira. Why not? He said, "Because look at the first part of the Mishnah. It's matani haomer tnu gedzele ishti wesharshu gedzele abdi." So he said that if a person says, "Give." a certain give this star give this get to my servant to my wife right you cannot give it posthumously right now the why can't it be talking about a Meirah it says like this because Mase because what does it say it says when he dies posthumously you cannot give it the implication is Lo Yitnu Lo Akramisa time of the mace. so what stops you from giving it is what because he died right the implication is all right time of the mace ha-me-chayim, that let's say this shiv may if it's a case of a shiv may Ra, let's say he would get better then what's the halacha if he, if he stays alive or you get or you do it before he dies let's say he doesn't get better. he died before it would be a good get right that's marshmallow so then the ha-me-chayim, you're able to give it while he's still alive no sin right now It's talking about a case of a shchiv mehra. Right? You're telling if if it's talking about a case of a shchiv mehra, now what did he say? He said, give. Give this, give a get to my wife. Give a get. A shchiv mehra, the 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 novelty of a shchiv mehra is, you don't even have to say give. Even if he just says, write. A normal person who says to an agent, write a get for my wife. Write a get. They never said give. You're not allowed to give it. Because maybe he only wanted it written he didn't want it to be given yet by a even if he just said right the implies good. you're allowed to go ahead and give it because we don't want it, he's, he's troubled he's in a you know right so we're going to see that i love this, just right alone you can go ahead and give it So the point is if the mishnah was actually talking about Meirah, why did it a case of give Right? And they, well, presumably you can't give it, but it must be stayed alive, we'll be able to give. the Shchid Meirah, you don't have to say the case was give. You could even say the case was talking about right. Right again. The fact that it said the case of right clearly shows you that the Mishnah cannot be talking about a case of a Shchid <coughs> That's the point that Rav Zvidh is making over here time is Amar it's only to be given if he's alive because he said T'nu hallo Amar Nu, but if he wouldn't have said T'nu sni you wouldn't be allowed to go ahead and give it l'chayra if it's dealing with a shchiv Ra then avagavdolo Amar you don't have to have him say T'nu what is good enough in the case of shchiv Ra to go ahead and deliver the get to deliver even if he said right would be enough even if he doesn't say tnu, even if he says right, uh, 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 would be sufficient. This man, because we learned in the mishnah. This is a mishnah later on in someach. it says In the originally there was the following din. If you see a man. Going out in chains, he's taken out to be executed. All right. Now this man does not want his wife to become a almona, because if she becomes an almona, she falls to yibum. So he wants to divorce her in order that she should avoid having yibum. Right? That's the scenario there. For Amar will get ishti, and he tells the people standing there, go write a get for my wife. Now, even though normally go right is not enough, but you have to say give. give. But this person, guy's been taken out for execution. You can be, you can be that he's not saying everything exactly the right way. So they, originally, that was the kafkana was only in the case where a guy's been taken to be executed. Then they went back and they said a person is setting out to see... By Yoitzub Shayara, or someone's going out on a caravan, and you never know when he's going to come back. So even though all he said was right, what do the people who heard him say that have a right to do? Uh, they can also go ahead and give it. Because again, the pressure, he's in the middle of the trip, he's worried about what his trip, we give, we give him a pass, right? It, say, out no, no, without any tonight, straight up, straight up. Now, Rav Shimon Shazuri added a last case. This, this is the one that we're interested in. Rav Shimon Shazuri on there atam esukin. Rashi learns <laughs> esukin is shchib That even in a case of a shchib if he just says k'say get le'ishti and he never says Snu, get le'ishti, what's the halacha? Since in a shchib we understand we give him a pass, and he can go ahead and give it as long as they give it before. He dies, it would be a valid, it would be a valid gift. So the point that Gmar is making over here, according to Rabzera, Rabzera said the Mishnah cannot be talking about the case of Ashkismera, because it's talking about a case of Ashkismera, and it says it cannot become given posthumously, but it could be given before he dies, then you don't need to be talking about a case where he said, you could even talk about a case where he said, so get it. That's why we have to be talking about a bari over here, because by a bari has to say tnuv. So therefore, that's what that's what he pointed. Now the Gemara just did, muscular of Ashi." Rav Ashi said, "That's very good if you learn the mission is going like Rav Shimon Shazuri." Rav Shimon Shazuri was the only one that says that soiv works for a shkiv Meira. We didn't see anybody else agreed with him. Now, even though the halacha does follow him, but who says that you have to learn the Mishnah's is going like and and Shizuri? It could be going like the other Chachamim who don't necessarily agree with him. And therefore, it could be talking about a Your whole point was that why is uh, uh, Tnu? You have to. It could even say so. That's only like Rav and Shizuri does that work, but it could be going like the Chachamim who don't agree with it. So therefore, that point that you're saying Rav Zvid did not want to learn his it, own is not so is called. But it's not a hundred percent. Because you could argue, it should be talking about b'ashkev, and could still state need requirement to say T'nu instead of k'sod. So Rav Ashi says Uman who says the matniston and is going to shul and Shazuri. He Dilma maybe it's going like the Rabonan, and therefore k'sov works. But uh, I mean uh, T'nu works, k'sov does not work. Let's finish up. Gufa. This itself was just mentioned. Very important point here. We said that by my mitsloshdan, I'm a you have three people standing together, Ruben, Shimon, and Levi. And Reuben says to Shimon, you have my hundred zurs, Teneo, lo Plony, give it to Levi. Chachami made a special tachkona that even without Levi making a special Kenyan, normally it has have Kenyan, as soon as he gave the instruction, Reuben gave the instruction to Shimon, give my hundred zurs to Levi, what happens? Levi owns it. Special tachkona of Mamet so therefore, the Now, that's, that's what's the ruling. That's Rob, Rob, Rob made the special novelty. So I'm a robber. At first glance, if you look at this, which is actually what Vedic Mora viewed it before in the name of, uh, Rob Popo. he says like this. If you look at it at first glance, this only works in a case of a picodon. Because in a case of picodon, there's actually a finite end Item. So in a case where there's a finite a- item, something that that, that that Shimon was not allowed to use, it was a hundred zoos that he was holding for him in the corner, or it was uh, a, his bicycle, it was something that was a picodon, then you can understand that Rubain can say to him, instead of holding it for me, you're now holding it for Levi. And by holding it for Levi, Levi owns it. But if it would be a loan, alone, there's nothing you're holding on to. Why is there nothing you're holding on to in a loan? Because as soon as you give a hundred dollars as a loan, who owns those coins now? He Shimon owns them, not Ruben. So that would say, now he's holding it for Levi. That's very hard to hear. That's if, it's in a, if it's just a, a lien, it's not something actual uh, so Robert says that logically this concept of a transfer is automatically just with the instruction I hear a lot better if it's talking about a case of a pikkodon as opposed to talking about a case of a loan it's not a physical object, not a physical object. Money is a no, because it's not his money anymore why don't you give it a it's, it's, if, when I lend you $100 it's no longer a physical object because that $100 is yours now, not mine you're saying by Kesseth this a different than as a because and I can well Kesseth could be a picard mind. and I can say watch my wallet it's not a loan because the best case, it could be a picodon if you know how to use it, it's a picodon. Oh. Right. Now let's go on. So therefore, so Amarov Mistabra Mil said Rav if it's a the case of picodon. But in the Kodon. But a case if it would be alone, low. But I'll it's a loss and shwur. Rav, the truth is when Rav said that this works, the Khaqalan established this takona, it's a filubemilvo. It's even not only in a case of a picodon, but somehow the mechanics work. We'll have to see. It works. It mar nami. And this itself was emphasized as well in the following statement. Amr Shmuel, which made a lady If Ruben says to Shimon that I have, you have a loan that you owe me. I lent you a hundred dollars. Instead of giving me the hundred dollars that you owe me, give it to lady. It also works, even though it's no longer in physical form. It works anyway. Says loy Right. Now, time and mind. Now, what's the reason? The chora, the logistics, the mechanics of this is much harder to hear if it's in a case of a. Go. it's a and I understand. But how does it work? It's time and mind. So, he suggests the following thing. He says like this it must be like this. When Ruve initially lent Levi the hundred dollars, we consider that Levi said, I consider. The lien that your hundred dollars creates. Now I have a shibud, I have a lien. I owe you. I accept this. That this lien will be to you, or to anybody else that you would want it to go to. Why? That, that would explain the mechanics. Meaning, like this: I'm lending you hundred dollars. So therefore, what are, you, when you normally accept it, who does the lien go to specifically? If I give you $100, who do you owe the money to? You. To me. Yeah. So our question is, so then how can it go to lady? We're trying to figure out. So how could it just by my verbal instruction, now you have to give it. So it must be that the recipient, he's trying to explain the mechanics the here, must be the reci- recipient, and the, when you receive something from the person, you are actually as if you're making the statement, I will give this to whoever you would want me to do, that's who the lien works for. That would explain why Mayim and Shloshan could even work by, uh, by a loan. By a loan. That's what we're trying to explain. So therefore, so he says, Naaseh, the way it works, it's a div, Ka'omer lo. That means a div Shimon, the recipient of the loan. He's saying, V'sha'at Matmos, at the time the money's been given to him, Shabda, shabdana loch, I have a lien, Mayim and my Shimon is to you to you, not only to you, but the but to anybody who will come because of you. I mean anybody who you instruct because of you. Now listen to what's Kashm, we ask about the words, Kasha. He said, if that's the mechanics, right? Means at the moment the money's trans over, this lien doesn't only go to who? Who does the lien spread out to? To the last person. To anybody. I mean, even to Levi, if that's who you want the money to go He says, What happens if Levi wasn't born yet? Let's say it was a ten year old all right, a 20 year, a 20 year loan. Okay, we take a, with, with, with writing a, uh, a, a, what's his name, so that, that doesn't get wiped out Shemitah, they wrote a principle. Right, so now, so, he wasn't born at the time. So therefore that, that statement that he made cannot work for Lady under that circumstance. Why wouldn't he be able to work for Lady? Because his statement was that the lean will go for you, and for anybody who you want but the person has to be alive at that time you can't go with somebody that's not alive at the time of when that statement or that implied declaration was made but, but anyone has to get on. you can't have in mind somebody that doesn't exist it doesn't work. You can't have a mind; something that doesn't exist. So as we specifically, somebody, so we, then you're telling me that if the guy wasn't alive at the time; that it couldn't, she would not, she would uh The mind of wouldn't work under that circumstance. Someone says like this: Memer Based on what you're saying, If the the the, the Reuven wanted to go to Levi, who only was born born post. The, the 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 loan being initially given, the Lohab the wasn't there at the time when the money was given. Then it would not be able to acquire. Now there is an opinion that you can do things on Dabashala. Olam. mayor happens to say is that I can sell you I can go to you, you sell you have you have palm trees. I can buy from you Dates from the palm tree even though those dates don't exist yet. He says you can do that on the item that's being acquired is lo ba olam. But you cannot you ba la olam who's the entity who you're being makna to. You can only acquire adavish olam. The item of acquisition can be lo ba olam. But the person who, is, who, is, who you're giving to or getting from has to be ba olam. That has to be the Olam. That Rameh, even Rameh would not require, so yeah, how can you I create a she of on somebody that's no longer, it is not yet in, not yet in the world. So therefore, I feel the Amar, that you can acquire something that is global Olam. mealy, that's only the Dover Yesh ma'olam. You can acquire, I can buy from you, the two people, I can get, sell you the fruit to you, on an item that's not yet in the world but I'm not going to sell it to something that's not in the world that I can't do he says so then that doesn't explain the case of Milva so what we're going to leave off today is Shibuddha the way that works we're trying to understand if it's a big you can say you're holding it for Levi I understand it's, 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 but if it's a there's nothing to hold on to to say that it started from a Shibu, that as the original that wouldn't work and then you would have to say there's a difference between was the person here or not here and that Bukhari, it would not work if the person was no longer here. We'll stop probably here, gentlemen.